This is Dental All-Stars, where we bring you the best in dentistry on marketing, management, and training. Here's your host, Alex Nottingham. Welcome to another edition of Dental All-Stars. I'd like to share with you an interview that I did with Dr. Todd Snyder called Pit Stop Perfection, where we explore the benefits and steps of creating a winning team. Take a listen. Dr. Todd Snyder received his doctorate from UCLA School of Dentistry and trained at the FACE Institute. He is an accredited fellow of the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry and a member of Catapult Education. Dr. Snyder created and co-directed a UCLA two-year graduate program in aesthetic and cosmetic restorative dentistry. He lectures internationally and has authored numerous articles and publications worldwide. Dr. Snyder is a consultant for numerous companies and has his own training program known as Legion Pride. He also uh, owns two software companies, is a professional race car driver, and entrepreneur. Um, just And that's just a few things he does. Uh, so without further ado, Dr. Todd Snyder. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it. Hope everyone's doing well. I just literally ran in from seeing patients. It's uh, 5 o'clock West Coast time, and I couldn't be happier to be here sharing some concepts and ideas with you. Uh, I get a lot of joy out of uh, discussing different possibilities that we can perform differently and better uh, in our practices and, and do better for the patients at the same time make more money. So yeah, I've got, I've got my hands in a lot of different cookie jars, so to speak, quite busy with all the different things that I like to do. And obviously because I'm passionate about it. You know, I certainly enjoy all the different aspects of treating patients, helping others, and you know, having spare time, leisure time to do whatever I want. And one of those things just happens to be, you know, racing cars. And so we came up with the concept of the you know the pit stop perfection. So to tie in the racing, the fact that you know, to win a race, it is not just about the driver. It's the team behind the driver, the ability for everyone to work together seamlessly to pull it together to save tenths of seconds, you know, to win a race. And so really a lot of the race is made or broken in the pit stop. And you figure, depending on the race series you may watch or have seen or even heard of racing, you know, during a pit stop, anywhere from a handful of guys to 23 guys jump across the wall and service a car in a matter of seconds. And so the picture I had up at the beginning was a, uh, a Formula One car. And uh, the Formula One car, when, uh, when it comes in for a pit stop, you've got all these different guys, depending on the year you've watched the show, it's uh, anywhere from 21 to 23 guys service this car by either refueling it, putting on new tires, or changing aerodynamic aspects of it. And the fastest uh, recorded time was 1.9 seconds to get four new tires and, uh, and let the car go back out on the track. Now, as you all know, anytime you get your car over to the dealership or the, the mechanic to work on it, it's not 1.9 seconds to get some new tires put on it or an oil change. Uh, you know, it takes hours sometimes, and yet you, you see these guys doing it on TV in a matter of a couple split seconds. So your team in your business is obviously your staff. And for them to have the perfect pit stop to get things done quickly, quickly and accurately so you can win the race is how we came up with pit stop perfection. So teamwork, to be good in business, it's about the team. It's not you. It doesn't matter how good you can find a cavity or prep the tooth or fill the tooth. You know, it's really the team. And you hear a lot of people that follow certain team members or, or take take note and move forward on certain aspects of care because of a team member. And it's those team members that are answering the phones and scheduling the clients and taking care of many of their concerns. Um, so having a good team is why we're going to sit here and talk about it tonight. And since most of us in dentistry typically don't have good protocols in place for the practice to run as efficiently as possible, we're going to talk about that as well. And let's face it, in dental school, you know, they don't really give us much business training. I mean, granted, I'm, I'm being very generalized in talking about dental schools, having taught at UCLA for a number of years, but speaking to a lot of other professors and other students, you know, we, we never really got a whole lot of business training per se. And so, you know, who am I kidding? We really got no business training. We, we maybe had one or two days talking about HMOs and PPOs, and that was about it. 
So a lot of what most of us have done in business is trial and error, where we hire consultants. And I've had a couple of different consultants over the years and was never quite fond of what I was getting from them personally. You may have had better success than I. I know there's good ones out there, but I just never seemed to find ones that worked well with me. So over the last 25 years, I've created some amazing products, procedures, and protocols, and different marketing aspects, so much so that I created some software companies and done other things to make my life easier as a dentist. And so we're going to share some of those. And I'll tell you more about those uh, you know, during the webinar and at the end of the webinar some more. But uh, you won't want to miss that. So changing wheels, pit stops. These are things that you would say, oh, well, that slows down the race. And I would tend to say, no, it speeds up the race. Because as the driver is getting fatigued and as the tires are fatigued, they come in and they make a swap. And it gives the driver a, a split couple seconds to kind of wipe his visor off and take a new, a new breath and get a new perspective and go back out and charge for the rest of the race. And I consider that almost like your lunch, your lunch break in the middle of the day, right? But uh, to put on fresh tires, you now have a new perspective. You have better grip. You can go faster. And so your team to refresh them every, uh, every few days or weeks or months, depending on how you want to train, to get them re-energized and refocused uh, to help you perform better so the whole team can perform better to win uh, at the game of you know, business, dental business. So if you've never thought about uh, having a great pit stop in the practice, hopefully by the time we're done, you will. So the art of the pit stop, everyone working seamlessly together to provide the best care to the patient, the best possible discussions over the phone to motivate people to move forward. These are all aspects of business that one needs to be very good at. And let's face it, most of us don't take the time to train people well enough or to manage the staff well enough so that they feel comfortable to be repetitious in their conversations. And is it that every employee has the same type of speech or discussion with patients? Probably not. And so to build in the teamwork and the focus that everyone's delivering the same basic message, albeit different in their own words, they all provide the same message. So if your team has not been trained optimally to handle all aspects of business interactions with clients on any different topic, then you are not prepared. And if you say, well, I've got front office, they handle certain aspects of the business. And I'd say, okay, well, can the hygienist answer the same questions? Can the dental assistant do the same? Can they all answer the phones? Can they all collect money? Can they all handle objections? If any one of those, you're saying, no, they don't have the ability to do that, or no, they're not trained to do it because I don't want them to do it, I would say there's a little bit of a, a potential problem there in your pit stop. And the reason I say this is sometimes people fall down during a pit stop and someone else has to jump in and pull the weight. Or what if you have a staff member that's out for a day? You know, someone else has to pick up the slack. What if all the phone lines are busy with front office personnel and the phones are still ringing and the assistant maybe has a chance to pick up the phone because she's free? You want everyone trained as a team to pick up the slack. So the ability to have discussions in the practice, to answer phone calls, to be able to handle marketing and advertising. You know, that's something else that you might say, well, wait, my, my back office could handle marketing and advertising? Yeah, they certainly could, and it's very easy. And we'll talk about some of these more. But basically what I'm getting at is everyone has to be trained to perfection. And if everyone has been trained well, you can see some amazing results, especially because of the overlap. So when a patient calls or comes in for an appointment, you want to know your team will have the absolute perfectly choreographed performance to work efficiently and flawlessly to get the patient handled and back out the door. That's your pit stop perfection. It's all in the training of the team. And so the ability to win is obviously dictated by your patient's interaction with your team. So this team that I keep speaking of, how did we get here? How did we find the people that are on our team? doesn't happen overnight. You handpicked them somehow. Now, maybe it was under fire. You needed somebody, and you just took someone, and you slowly tried to train them. Maybe you've taken other people that had no background in dental or medical, and you've trained them. I personally am the same fan of Southwest. The way they hire is to find motivated, happy, outgoing people. And obviously, having done that, you then get to train them, which you may say, oh, my gosh, how am I supposed to train them? It's impossible. I don't have enough time. We'll get to that as well. But if you find these great outgoing people, there are ways to train them, to train them to be extremely efficient 
And the great thing is they don't have any baggage from previous offices, which we've all had employees from other places that we have to basically you know, remove some of the original training they've had and give them new trainings. So proper training, changing positions, and going with new training, understanding how to implement technology is all very important and aspects of training that should be ongoing in a practice more and more based on modifications to technology and the ability to implement various types of strategies online. So you may say, well, you know what, my team's great, and I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're great people. I'm sure they do a great job, and if they've been with you a while, they really know how you like to handle things. But even then, some of us get comfortable. Some of us make mistakes. None of us are perfect. And so to see the possibility of learning just a little bit more on a regular occasion can make a big difference. And I can show you, you know, in my own practice, how much difference it makes. So for all these guys to leap over the wall and service this car in less than two seconds, 21 people had to be choreographed to work seamlessly together to not be complaining or griping or pointing fingers or running to the HR department and, and talking about how someone didn't get their job done. It's all a choreographed team effort to get to the win. So here's how it all starts. Your office is no different than this race car. It's a blank slate. You're going to build around this blank slate. And so we start with, obviously, an office and a doctor, and you have to build out the team. You want to find the team members, obviously, that are outgoing, that are you know, happy-go-lucky, that you can influence. Your influ influence over them and training with them determines how good they're going to be, obviously. So what's next? Well, you start acquiring technology, right? You start building in other materials and equipment. And as dentists, we typically think that if we add in more procedures and more equipment, we'll be more successful. Well, it doesn't matter how much technology you have, you can only go so fast. There's only one driver, and there's a limitation to what they can do. So unless you have a great team behind you, it becomes very difficult to go a lot faster. You need the help and support of others. So working harder or smarter to go faster. Think about your office. Look at your team. Is everyone trained to offer the same care and service repeatedly? That's the first question you've got to ask yourself. And be open and honest with yourself. The next one is software. What kind of protocols do you have? How do they interact and utilize the software? Is there repetition? Is there consistency in the training? Excuse me. Do you have scripts? Not that I want someone to repeat a script. There's nothing worse than hearing someone trying to remember a script or read off a script. They have to... You know, commit it to memory and understand the concept to deliver it in their own words. And those words may be different every time they say it, but the message is consistent. And so across the daily activities, you need to have consistency in the procedures and these scripts. And having done so, people, clients, your patients, they get accustomed to how you perform. The same as you're accustomed to when you go to certain restaurants or businesses uh, clothing uh, facilities, Nordstrom's, Ritz-Carlton, you know, there's a lot of different companies out there that have a certain repetition and consistency in how they interact with you that you like and probably keep going back for. And you can imagine how much training they do for these things. From there, I like accountability. You know, I have two employees, myself and one independent contractor. We do a lot of work very quickly. And for that, we typically only work three to four days a week. But it's all in how they were trained, how they perform, and knowing that we have the ability to hold them accountable and track them through various types of software. And so we'll get to those in a moment as well. But you can imagine, once someone realizes that people can keep tabs on them, they know they have to perform at a higher level because anyone can call them out on a potential problem or not doing things correctly. And the whole team is accountable to each other. So if one person is not doing something properly, you're slowing down the rest of the team to release that car to win the race. And so you can call out one of the other you know, uh, pit crew, or in your case, team members, and say, hey, look, you, know, you messed up over there, or you know, I'd really appreciate it if you could help me with this to move things along. The ability for each employee to be able to interact with each other without taking offense to it, to take it as constructive criticism that, hey, we need to move forward, and this is how we need to get it done together. So that's another aspect, accountability. It's huge and tracking it. From there, various softwares, be able to leverage those softwares across mobile devices. 
And to tie that into your practice management software, which we all love the practice management software, that makes our job so much easier. So let's think about dentistry, how we make money. Most of us are probably going, hey, you know, money's diminishing out there. Why is that? Well, you know, more people are working in the front than those producing the dentistry in many offices. There may be some people tonight listening that have the same thing. You need to assess how many people really does it take to run the front office, and are they truly optimized to work to you know, the best level possible, uh, that you couldn't have some overlap maybe with other people, or maybe if people worked more efficiently or had better training, that maybe you wouldn't need so many. Or maybe the extra person could go work on marketing and other aspects to produce revenue. So looking at what you have up front is important, but also looking in the back office. And if you think of the dental budget, typically we think of the rent being 5% of uh, the over, overhead in the practice. You've got your equipment at 5%. Another big aspect that we think of is the marketing needs, anywhere from 3 to 10%, followed by lab at 10%, and then you have your dental supplies at 5 And the other big concern is the total team expense. Again, as I mentioned earlier, how many team members do you have? This is usually the most expensive aspect of the practice, and most offices have too many people because they're not working optimally or haven't been trained optimally, or they have not been given enough tools to work more efficiently such they don't have to do remedial procedures. So think about that one huge overhead, because if you were to take away, let's say, a little bit of your marketing overhead, which may mean you get less clients, Think of taking away a little bit of your marketing expenditure and saving 1% or 2%. Not a huge savings, but it's also costing you potential new patients. Now you may say, okay, well then let's cut some lab expense. Let's take out you know, 10% of my lab expense. Well, 10% of your lab expense is only 1% of your overhead. So using a slightly less expensive laboratory to save that little bit of money is not a huge savings when you think of the, the big picture at the end of the year. You want to put more money in your pocket. So if your team expense is 20% or more, this is where you can make your biggest inroad to cut overhead expenditures or to be more profitable if they're trained to do more. And so in many offices, having more than a 20% expenditure being closer to 30%, you could imagine here quickly, if you took a good 20% chunk out of this, 30% uh, you know, is, a, is a fair amount of money. That's 6% of your overhead in, in total. So a lot of different things you could look at here as far as cutting overhead, but the number one place you should look, and it's been proven, is your overhead through your team. And I'm not saying to fire anyone. I'm saying just to look at them and see if you can train them to do more or give them tools to work more efficiently. Okay. You can't expect to see change if you never do anything differently. And most of us get stuck in our ways and continue to do the same thing day in and day out and hoping for something different. Or we try to, as I mentioned, implement technology and hope that we can do things faster or that people are going to talk about what we've learned and our ability to use these technologies. And I would say that's a bit of a mistake. Many of us come out of school saying, well, once I have my master's in AGD, patients will come to me. I'll do more. It's not the case. It doesn't matter necessarily what bell or whistle you have as far as procedures and techniques. It's all about the interaction, okay? So let's do something different. Let's look at where you're at today. Pull out a piece of paper. I want you to write down a goal. So in three months' time, where would you like to be in your business? Would you like to have staff trained? Would you like to have more accountability and trackability? You know, what is it you want in your practice? Do you want to have more income? Do you want to lower overhead? Figure out what that one goal is that you want and see if we can't achieve that in three months. I can tell you it can be done, and the magic behind it is really time management, which obviously I'm pretty good at time management, so I'm giving you a tip right now, is how do we manage these things? This is the way. You write down your goal, and you figure out what you have to do on a daily basis to get there. So you have three different months, in which to achieve this goal. And so every day and every week, you have to take little steps forward towards that goal. So you have to figure out what are the problems in the way? What are the stories that are there that present themselves that are inhibiting you from getting to that goal? Do you need to change your marketing, your services that you offer? Do you got to cut costs, improve performance, increase revenues? What do you have to do to get to where you want to be in three months? You need to write this down somewhere and have the ability to track it. It's been proven if you write down your goals, 
you are more committed to doing things, and typically you will reach your goal. Most people won't do this, and I'm sure many people right now are listening are not going to do this. But I can tell you if you do this, it works. Now, every day, what do you commit to doing to get yourself closer to the goal? It's not just I made a goal, I wrote it down. You have to determine backwards, from three months backwards, what do I have to do every week and every day to get to that goal? Okay? And if you're writing these down and everyone's helping you on the team, you can win the race. You can get to the goal, the outcome you want. So, define your vision. Set your goal. Vision is your why or what you want to achieve. And everyone wants something different. Research shows people write it down, get more. Your goal is specific to exactly what you want to achieve. Write that down. Whether it's business, home, retirement, write down what you want and start to achieve that goal. Start moving for it. Define what it is. Write it down. Everyone has them, and oftentimes it's going to tie back to business. And so what are the things you're looking for in your business that are allowing you to not get to where you want to be or if you want to get there faster? Because most of the time it's, well, if I have more patience, I can make more money. Well, then what? You have more money. So what? If you can't spend it because you're working all the time, then it doesn't matter you have more money. Okay, so once you have more money, what does that create? Less stress, more freedom, more ability to do things in life that you want to do. You have to really dig deep and figure out the emotional aspect of what you're truly wanting and what is it going to do for you once you have it. Okay, so write those down. What are your goals? Start thinking differently. Work differently. Think in a different manner. So after writing them down, you've got to track them and see what you've achieved over time. Okay? Tell your staff what you want to accomplish, what you want to achieve with them, and what everyone has to do to get there. And what it's going to take every day is a commitment from them. And what do they get when it's done? Make sure they're involved in the decision. My decision, obviously, is to go professional racing each year. And that's my goal for next year. And I'm committed to every day doing the work it takes to find the sponsors to get back out on that track. What is your goal? Write it down. What are you doing each day? So here's the top three issues. You need better training. Doesn't matter who you are, you can always learn more and be better than where you are today. So what commitment do you have to learn each day? There's massive inefficiencies in dental offices. Teams are typically underperforming, and there's a failure to implement various aspects of training that could certainly help drive a company forward, whether it be across management, whether it's off marketing, phone calls, patient interaction, there's a number of things. As I mentioned, you have to be cross-trained. As you'll notice here, there's a guy falling down. So someone has to jump in and take over his position or pull him out of the way so they can keep running the car. These things happen in business. And so the ability to have that overlap is why I was mentioning it's so important to have everyone trained. And I know everyone out there probably says, yeah, you know, I, I could always use more patience. And, and that's not the patience of dealing with the patients. That's the actual bodies in the chair patients. And so why is it that you can't get enough patience? You know, why is it you need more? Why is it that you, you have to create more opportunities to make more money? These are things to think about. What are you not doing well? What is it that's not putting patients in the chair? What is it that's not creating the money for you? Is it that people can't find you? Are people not talking about you? Who are you to them and how do they find you? Or why aren't they finding you? And if they can find you, why do they find you? What is unique about you to make you different across all the other dentists in your area? Very important thing to survey out of your clients. Get a, you know, a box, put some paper out there, and just have them write down what it is that they come to you for. It's because you're close, you're on their insurance. I mean, what is it? That is your essence as far as why people come to you. It's a good thing to know when you do your marketing. The other aspect is when people do call in, who's talking to them and how good of a job are they doing? Let's face it, your most important player is the person answering the phone. And if everyone has the ability to answer the phone during downtime or when they're helping someone because the phone line's already busy, what is that person doing? How is that team person playing? Are they getting the most out of that phone call and creating an opportunity? And you spend most of your time where? Right here, in the chair. You're making money. You don't have time to train. 
You don't have the time to go check on people to make sure they're doing their jobs. You don't know if they're standing around the water cooler playing with their iPhones, looking at Instagram. You know, what are they doing? How good are they interacting with patients? Can you track them? Can you hold them accountable? These are things you should have as a business if you truly want to perform properly. So if you're not getting enough patients, think about your business and the marketing you're doing and the advertising and training you're implementing because these are three big aspects. You, know, you may attend CE courses and you learn how to do procedures or you buy equipment, but that doesn't translate to more bodies in the chair. Now, you may change the look of the office, add some new you know, computer screens or software or something, but patients don't see that. What patients see is the people they interact with. And think about the client that doesn't even get into the practice because they had a bad conversation on the phone or it wasn't handled as well as it could have been. You missed out on opportunity. Your whole goal is to get patients in the office, and that all comes through the telephone. All right? So this is where we like to play. I consider us blue-collar laborers. We're digging a ditch one tooth at a time. Yep, I love that picture. Reminds me what I'm doing each day, why my back hurts at the end of the day, why my hands get fatigued. We're digging a ditch. And we get focused on digging this ditch and how I can get technology to find more holes to drill, and what kind of tools can I get in there faster with, and what can I fill it back in with that's quick and easy, right? We all know these things. Patients don't care. So long as it's white and doesn't hurt, that's all they care about. So the, what I have seen is the offices that have more business savvy or train more so on advertising and marketing. These are the ones that I see excel, and I oftentimes look at some of their dental work, and I just cringe and go, seriously, how did they let you put that in their mouth you know, that crown has horrible margins, doesn't match, and yet your patients love you and, and said, yeah, go ahead and put it in. We're good. And it's because of their ability to interact and the team's ability to interact. And I'm not saying to do bad dentistry by any means, but I just laugh sometimes at the offices that I feel are performing extremely well that can't perform the same level of care in my mind, but yet they crush it because the team works so well and their ability to talk on the phone and interact with clients is seamless, and so they have the you know, pit stop perfection uh, down to a T. And so as we look forward to technology making life faster and easier for us, a lot of times there's not a huge return on the investment of some of these aspects, and yet we think there is. One of your biggest return on investments is investing in your team and getting them trained because they're the ones interacting with all your clients, getting them to come in or move forward with um, procedures to pay the money to find financing options they're the ones that really motivate those people to move forward so with all the different technologies here you know we obviously need something like digital x-rays those have ability to give us a return on investment caries detectors those also can find pathology to give us the ability to find holes to drill to make money soft tissue lasers there's CDT codes that we can bill out to make us money for those but there's other technology, and I'm not knocking these. I have intraoral scanners. They are wonderful devices that are fun to use, but they truly don't make the process faster because you still have to manage tissues and fluids and things, and you still have to send things out electronically. There's a lot of different aspects that don't really make them substantially faster compared to a two-and-a-half-minute impression setting up. So if you save 30 seconds to a minute and utilizing it, that's great but I don't see it as a big win. So not a huge return on investment in my mind, even though I have them, but we buy them because they're sexy and cool and patients like them, you know, versus gagging on impression materials. And you've got CAD cams and other things. But again, really in the big picture, these don't have anywhere near the same capability to create opportunities and financial wins for the team like proper training. So your, your potential to dig faster holes is great, but eventually you'll get burned out. And so looking at the whole team being more efficient becomes more favorable. And so the team being more trained and being more efficient, they now have the ability to do more and to create more opportunities for you. Maybe they create bigger case opportunities. You know, there's a lot of things that they can implement and do when they're better trained. And so looking at that relationship is very important. And so productivity becomes very valuable for a very efficient team. And so the training that we, we want to do is not always focused just on us and how we dig holes and fill holes. It's how we look at the whole team interacting with our clients. 
So let's think for a minute. We want to see more patients. We want to dig more holes. We want to make more money. But seeing more people, why do we want to do that? Because that's going to make more money. Again, why do we want more money? What's that going to get us? We need to think about that. What is the goal we're looking for? Think about maybe doing something different. What about seeing less patients and making more money? It's certainly possible. Now, many people put up barriers and have stories about why they can't do it, but everyone can. It's just whether they choose to do it or not. Have they set the goals? Have they figured out what steps it takes to get to their goal? And so setting a goal is very important. For some of you, you may have heard of the 80-20 rule, which is the Pareto principle as it's known. What it basically states is that 80% of your income comes from 20% of your patients. And 80% of your work comes through from 20% of your, 20% of your employees. So looking at it in this fashion and starting to assess how I'm working, you might realize that things could be different if you chose to take a different avenue. And so that Pareto principle, that 80-20 rule is important. As I mentioned, being a great provider is wonderful. But having the newest technology or the newest office or the most CE or most equipment does not create more patients in the chair necessarily. It's that interaction, that one-on-one -on -one time. It's the touching the client on the shoulder. It's smiling and saying their name. Very important aspects. And so how many people do you have to have if you have enough followers that you treat differently than the typical dental office, that they uniquely trust and value that you're doing something different than everyone else they've ever been to, gives them a reason to come to you. And most people don't look at it this way. Most doctors nowadays tend to look at the financial aspect of, well, if I make the procedure less expensive, I'll get more patients. And that's basically chasing everyone else to the bottom of the barrel. And so if everyone's competing on price, who's competing on quality and taking time to interact with clients? Because let's face it, there are plenty of clients out there that are willing to pay for something different. And that's where you come into play potentially. I'm not saying to drop all your insurance companies or do something crazy, but just treating people a little bit differently, I can show you, makes huge dividends. So when you have your goal for 90 days from now, see how people interact. Find out what they think of you currently and what they think of you guys at 90 days later and see what's going on. And so I already mentioned this one, so I'm a slide behind. So what are the other things? Personal development. How many dentists take the time to go out and learn how to publicly speak? I know most people don't want to, but it's an important aspect of your business. You can go take a Carnegie course or a Toastmasters course. And by doing so, you then use that power to go speak, to talk about things that other dentists never talk about in the community. You can have a free soapbox, the Chamber of Commerce, Rotary Club, Kiwanis, etc. You can go out and talk for 10, 15 minutes, and you'd be amazed how many patients start coming to you because of the stories you share as far as technology and things that you do that they don't know are available. And so this is where your, your CE training does come in and the cool tools you have, but your ability to talk and communicate those is important. So having better conversations, paraphrasing things more quickly and conveniently so that you're not going on and on with clients is important. Asking positive open-ended questions, the ability for them to have to interact and not just answer with a yes or no. To actively listen to what patients are saying is extremely important. One of the most important things you can learn is how to be an active listener and then provide the feedback back to them that they're asking for. So Dale Carnegie I mentioned. I went through his program a number of years ago. I couldn't tell you how phenomenal this was for me. To just learn how to smile at people, look them, at the, look them in the eyes and engage with them, touch them on the shoulder or the arm, and say their name is the best thing I could have ever learned. But from there, to learn how to interact differently is huge. And so to say someone's first and last name are the most important words that you'll ever say to anyone on the planet. One of the biggest takeaways there. If you haven't read the book called The Nordstrom Way about customer service, it's a good one to read because you are in customer service. You need to focus on how your team and you interact with these clients. Disneyland obviously interacts with clients, don't they? They're focused on the customer. They also at the same time respect and empower their employees. Their attention to detail is incredible. 
think about what they do and how you can relate that to your practice and how you manage and take care of what is seen every day and how all of your cast members in your practice, all the pit crew, interact with those patients. So some great books, and I'll throw one more in here for you to read that I think are phenomenal reads. What Everybody is Saying, this is by the, one of the guys from the FBI, basically talks about how to view patients and their interactions and body language to determine what's going on in their mind and get them to do what you want or to, to, move, well, to move forward with what you want or to go ahead and relay their concerns or their, their issues because you can pick apart people when you start to learn what their body language is saying about them. And so it's phenomenal. But also put, also put someone you know, kind of at ease, as I already mentioned a couple times, is to touch them and look them in the eyes you know, and, and talk to them one-on-one -on -one is huge as far as your power over people. So some great reads there. Now from here, people are always looking for you know, a new dentist. Someone different. 50% of people don't have a dentist. So as I mentioned, who are you? Why you? What do you offer? Why are you different? Think about that. There are products you need, things you must have, as I mentioned. There are places you have to be on the Internet. Internet is almost free nowadays to do all your advertising and marketing. So who manages these different aspects? Do you hire out all of these? Who spends their time on it? And how much time is being spent? These are all the different aspects of your business, sorry about that, different aspects of your business that you could be overseeing and saving some money depending on spare time. It doesn't take much for one person every day to spend five to ten minutes putting out a video testimonial or writing a blog or putting a review up or showing some cases on Instagram. This again becomes those little steps every day that in 90 days you look back and go, my gosh, we are so much more successful because someone took five to ten minutes every day to post something across different aspects of social media that was relevant and powerful for other people to see and utilize and share. An important aspect of your team could be doing this on a daily basis. Another aspect of your practice, things that you need. You have to have practice management software. Obviously, no one has the old book here. I don't even remember the name of it. The book to write down appointments. And if I said I'd give someone $100,000 for them to not use their practice management software for the next five years, you'd all laugh at me. Right? Think of how fast and efficient this is. Think of how high performance your team is because of implementing this. How many of you are recording your phone conversations? If you're not, how do you know how well each person is performing? Where's your accountability? Maybe they're just answering a question and getting off the phone. They didn't have the ability to actually create an opportunity for you. Maybe they're not selling how amazing you are. So if you can't have accountability and tracking, Number one, you have no clue what they're doing. And number two, they know you're not listening, so they can do whatever they want. So you need those two things. If you do not have call recording, you are missing out substantially in your business. From there, to capture the information and to be able to close a conversation is critical. And if someone's not doing that and you can't listen to find out they're not doing it, then you're missing out on a huge opportunity in your business. So that pit stop perfection all of your team members need to be trained on the art of conversation, the Dale Carnegie, the Toastmasters, but also to handle dental phone calls, scheduling, collections, concerns and disagreements, maybe even getting them because they have so much spare time because they're good at this and they're using certain softwares to make it more efficient, that now they start doing things to help market you across the Internet, social media. It's huge what you can have people do when they work more efficiently. So I've given you some tools there already. Now let's look at offices where you have poorly trained employees. They're three times more likely to leave, and usually the research will be posted in the lower left, but three times more likely to leave if they're not, not trained properly. It has a negative impact on the office morale. People start to blame and argue, point fingers, create stories about what happened and why, make up excuses. A lack of team performance, that creates a lot of outcome issues, becomes very stressful. Everyone starts to get disappointed. When morale is low, teams don't win and work as well. So an overwhelming majority of dentists have reported that staff-related issues are the number one stressor in their practice. And I would tell you in my office, it's not number one. It's like number two or three. I've got bigger concerns because my team is trained. But I know most of us stress over this. I'd say it's the interaction of my patients. 
But if 97% of us are not training, why is that? And why are you expecting certain outcomes in business and hoping for better success if you're not looking at the one aspect of your business? All businesses train, but dentists, for whatever reason, don't. And granted, it's pretty easy to make money in dentistry, but far easier if you have everyone trained efficiently. But if you're not training well, this is where you have failures and problems and accidents, right? You could have had a better performance. So training barriers. American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry had looked into this. They said some of us felt we were too busy. And I agree. Staff weren't interested in training. Well, that's unfortunate because as the boss, they have to do what you're asking them to do. Some would say it's too expensive, and I agree. A lot of those consultants are extremely expensive, and I paid for a few. Or you weren't happy with the training, and that was one of my biggest concerns. I wasn't getting enough training quickly on my time, and I was getting little bits every month, little sprinkles of information. I wanted it all, and I wanted to implement it as fast as I could. I wanted to run. So the time is a big concern. never seems to be enough of it. I don't have time to do it. I'm not good enough to do it. I don't know all the answers, nor do I have all the verbiage to give somebody. So we'd book out lunchtime. What would happen? We'd run late. We'd get phone calls. We'd get interruptions. We couldn't get things done. And so because of that, we'd get delayed, or we'd put it off, or we'd do it a different day, or we'd go off-site, which ruins production for the day. All of these different things we tried are problems. You could say they're excuses, but at least we tried. But since 97% have an excuse, for some reason they're not doing the training, I'd say that's an issue. And maybe you don't feel you have the right staff or you've tried the training and it didn't work. You have all these stories the same as I had. But if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find another excuse. So let's look at an example here. An office had 135 new patient opportunities in a month, only 48 booked appointments. There's your numbers, trackability to see what's happening. If you have phone calls, you can see how many were answered, how many were missed. You can listen to each conversation and see if a conversation was actually moved forward or if it was a missed opportunity. So in this particular example, 87 appointments were not booked. That's unfortunate. That's a lot of missed people, right? You want more patients, but maybe you're not getting them based on the team and the interaction with the client before they get through the door. So if we look at the math, $642 is the average first-year value of a new patient. Okay, so let's extrapolate that. Four days a week that we're working, four weeks a month, and you may work others, but uh, so four days a week, four weeks a month, one month, 16 working days. So the phone calls that come in, if you missed one a day over 16 days, okay, each client's potential value for that year was $642. So over one month, you missed out on a potential revenue of $10,000. Now extrapolate that. That's $120,000 for the year. That's a lot of money. Lifetime value of a patient. You're now looking at $1.2 million over 10 years. Could you have retired earlier if someone was performing better and you had accountability and trackability, the ability to make them work efficiently because you gave them other tools to make them more successful? Maybe you compensated them to be more successful at the same time so they're motivated? Think of the money you could be missing by not doing good training. Think about broken appointments, another massive inefficiency that we don't train on enough. So if the doctor, let's say, his hourly production is $500 and the hygienist is about $100, let's look at another scenario. If we have two broken appointments, four weeks a month, $500 an hour for the doctor, you're losing $4,000 a month. And if you have eight broken appointments, four weeks in a month, $100 of hygiene production, you're missing out on $3,200. So each month, because of broken appointments and not handling those properly, you're missing out on $7,200. Extrapolate that out to 12 months, right? You're losing a lot of money every day, every month, every year because of not handling this problem. $450 in lost revenue per day. $86,400 per year because of cancellations. Start adding this in to the other trainings and look at how much money you're losing over time. So how many staff do you need? I look at it like racing. I've got a lot of different tire options. The car's only going around the track on one tire option, maybe two. 
but I have a lot available. And based on the situation, I may implement one or two. But you don't necessarily need to have all of them all the time. They could potentially be working on other things. Or maybe each one of them is trained to do the same thing if they were called to be needed. So think about that. Getting things done, putting out fires, feeling stuck in your office, that emotion every day going, oh my gosh, I gotta deal with it again. All the different problems that arise, you start feeling burnt out. Why do you think this happens? Most of the time it's because people are not trained or not performing optimally. You haven't given them the capabilities. You need to give them something different. So what are we gonna give them? What can we do to make things better for all of us? 50% of businesses fail in the first year. And you may still be in business after the first year, but you may struggle along every year and never really see growth continuously every year because of things that are holding you back. And it's not the amount of training you have. Think of different franchises. Think of the DSO models. Think of how well they're performing and how fast they're growing, 15 to 20% a year. Why do they do so well? And why do franchises outside of the dentistry do so well? Because they're trained. They walk in with key training already in place. Their training that's already in place allows them to work differently, right? It's already been set up. All you have to do is buy the franchise and follow the directions. So it's no longer trying to implement. It's follow the directions. Emulate what we've already done that's already been successful, and you will be successful as well. And so in our dental businesses, most of the time it's, hey, go out and try it on your own. And most of us can do well in dentistry, but to be truly successful, you have to follow some formulas. And that's where training becomes very valuable. And think about training from other companies. Think about the value that you get from, you know, Apple and how you could give that same type of value to a patient. Think about cross-training. Look at Starbucks and how efficient they are running around that, that facility every morning getting your, your lattes and coffees. Or think about Disneyland, as I mentioned, and the way that they interact with people at the park. Or better yet, does everyone look the same? Look at UPS. They've built their foundation on the color and the code. Okay? So think of how your office is doing this. Because obviously most of us don't have all these different um, trainings in place, interactions properly set up, such that we have some failures. They don't happen all the time, but they do happen. Now those little mistakes on a daily basis cost us money and time. Those little mistakes don't get us to those goals. So how can we make a step forward instead of a step backward each day or a step sideways because of little problems and failures that occur? What are the barriers we can work around? Again, this is training. So the benefits of training, you have a huge advantage. Why do you have an advantage over everyone else? You're looking for an advantage, but most of the time people play with, let me just go slightly cheaper or give something away. Everyone's fighting for clients based on price. That is not the place you want to play. You want to play in a different niche. Your niche is a competitive advantage that nobody else typically wants to do to the tune of 97% of people don't want to do it. And that is to train and to have staff that are happy, that enjoy being there because everyone's working efficiently and accountable such that there's less concern and pointing fingers and, and turmoil, right? And because of people being happier, everyone performs better when you're happier, right? So you're happier as a business owner and maybe you get to take time off and go do the things you want to do. And these offices that are truly committed to doing the perfect pit stop are committed to the patient service being unique and different than all the other offices and to have a business that works for them and their team and to hire great outgoing people and to invest in their training and time and to be open to potential constructive criticism, to be humble to it so that they can work better and more efficiently, more efficiently moving forward. So as a team member, I know I can't do it all. I need my team. I need people that can help me out, that take the initiative to learn, to provide feedback, that love doing what they do because of the environment they're in. And so the key to success in anything from racing to my different businesses, to my dental office, to how I work with you know, clients uh, doing consulting, the key to success that everyone seems to miss is doing a little bit of work on an everyday basis or at least a weekly basis. That is the key to your success and nobody else wants to do it. And it's a very simple fundamental aspect of your business is doing this consistently will give you results. Now in the training, some people do some training 
The skills improve. But they fall off quickly, right? No one's holding them accountable. They forget things because they're not ongoing. Some may stick. So maybe you do a little more training. Things improve. But then they start to fall off again. Okay? So we kept some. So we keep growing, but we fall back a little bit. So again, every day, putting the time in to continue pushing us forward until it becomes memorization and the way that we do things. And as we improve, they will always fall back a little bit, but you're constantly moving up and forward towards that 90-day goal, that outcome. That's why we train. That consistency gives us the accuracy every day to be at the same point on the track consistently over and over to get that win, to deal with everyone in the same fashion. That accuracy and that consistency what drives results. So in summary, to have incredible phone skills, to have great scheduling capabilities, to have the ability to interact with clients, to read their posture, to understand their concerns, to touch them and say their name and get them to know that you truly are there for them and you feel for them and you want to help them and you'll do everything you can to get what they want, which is to have a healthier mouth. You don't have to get off insurance companies. You don't have to drop them. You don't have to move to a fee-for-service practice. You can do this in any type of business. It's just doing the training, have the accountability, the trackability, and being different than most offices that are not training. So what did I look for in training? I want a structured coursework, something I can do every day consistently. I want testing for accountability and trackability. I want them to have study guides and action plans, the same as my study, my online studying program. Is I want someone to have something to do every day so that they can do little things to move them forward. Not a huge uh, piece of information that they can't digest and can't get done. I want little bits every day that make it easy. I want the ability to have the calls evaluated, to know that everyone's listening, and so they need to start performing differently. The accountability is huge because now everyone's game goes up because if you're not doing well, maybe you lose your position. Maybe you get demoted. So with all the different consulting things I've tried, the only thing that I ever found was All-Star Dental Academy. And I still pay for it and utilize it to this day. I've been using it for, I don't know, like five years now. And so I met them in Chicago when I was lecturing. And they came up to me, and I, I was like, wow, this sounds really good. Because I, just like the rest of you out there, I was frustrated. I was tired. I didn't like having to deal with staff. I used to have a huge issue with staff, the same as everyone else, because I didn't train. And the few times that I hired consultants, I never got what I wanted. I was dissatisfied. And I was really frustrated and annoyed that I spent the money and the time, and I got nothing from it. So to find something where I go, okay, I now have to go to access everything I want instantly, 24-7 online. It's a service-based methodology as far as how you go about interacting with clients and treating your team. Fortune 500 level training. The guy that invented all this has got an MBA. He's phenomenal. It's amazing what he's created for us in dentistry to give you step-by-step -step the little components you need every day to get that goal at 90 days. Real-world dental experience is amazing. Dig a little deeper. You have the ability to have onboard trading to get everyone on the team on board to understand where we're going and what's going to be involved. Comprehensive training on all the different aspects that anyone in the practice would have to deal with as far as interactions with patients, whether it be over the phone or in person. To be able to handle any situation is phenomenal. To be able to handle phone calls and get better success and better outcomes, to get more people into the office but also to remove those broken appointments that cost us so much money, to have better scheduling to be more productive, but also to have the employees so productive that they can focus on maybe doing some marketing and advertising while they're in the office because they have downtime. But be able to watch videos and online webinars and to have feedback interaction is huge. And so all of this is what I got from All Star that I'd never gotten anywhere else, and I will continue to pay for them. And uh, it's funny because one of my employees who moved out from Vermont went through their training, didn't know a lick of dentistry. I, I hired her because she was an outgoing, phenomenal person with a heart of gold. And I hired her and put her through this process. And in just a couple weeks, she was a phenomenal front office person. And so you go, well, gee, someone who doesn't know dentistry, put into the front office position, how could you possibly train them to do everything? Most people come from other offices already trained, although with sometimes bad habits. So she comes in. I give her the software Weave. She's got my Dentrix practice management software, and she starts taking All-Star Dental Academy's training. She becomes a rock star. They actually hired her in her spare time to help train people.
phenomenal what she did, and it was an acc you know, accolade to All-Star as far as how phenomenal their teaching was. So the quick start training that everyone would go through is basically looking at some of these different modules, within each module are different units, and so you can break it down into pieces every day or every week and have each person on the team go through it. Going through phone calls, how we interact with people on the phone, everything that you could ever think of that happens on the phone, they cover which is phenomenal because I couldn't think of all these, nor could I role play and talk to my team about all of them. And better yet, if we have someone that throws us a curveball and it was not in our training, we just called the head of uh, All-Star up and say, hey, look, here's a question that was posed to us. And All-Star's got like, I don't know, 20 or 30 different consultants in the dental industry that they'll go to them and they'll get the information out of these 20 or 30 different consultants and instantly add it into the program. It's phenomenal how quick they add stuff to make our job, our lives easier. But also scheduling. Let's face it, you can get the patient in the door, but if you can't get them to schedule and collect that money, that's a problem. So they go through all the different aspects of scheduling as far as broken appointments, handling you know, collection calls, uh, to have people that are concerned about the scheduling and their insurance reimbursement. I mean, all the questions you could ever think of, they go through. And so your team becomes perfect at answering any question that someone might throw at them. Now from there, as I mentioned, these three different uh, aspects of the practice are one component, but to give you an action plan of how to implement every one of these and to move forward little pieces step by step, day after day. And study guides to help as well. So you are learning something totally different that has never been done in your practice that allows you obviously to perform differently, and I think you can see the advantage. So to win the race, it's the team. It's that pit stop perfection. You need to commit to having the most trained team on the planet because 97% are not. And so instead of playing the game of my fees are going to be the same as other people in my area, think of saying, no, my team is better than those 97%. We perform at a higher level and we're compensated differently. Or people just want to come to us because we're different. And maybe we're still compensated the same by our insurance, but we get more people coming to us because of how we interact with them and how we communicate and the level of service that we provide. This should be your competitive advantage. This should be your niche because only 3% of dentists are doing this. Instantly, it's easy to market and advertise that you are different. This is the one thing that sets you light here as a part of everybody that you do not need to fear finding your next patient. They'll start coming to you. And if you start to have better ability to communicate, interact, and maybe even go out to, like I said, Rotary or Chamber of Commerce and do presentations for 10, 15 minutes on a Friday, You'd be amazed how many people start coming to you. So pit stop perfection, that's what you really need. You don't need so much of the CE programs, the different equipment. You need to take the time to train the team to make sure that you can get out of there quickly and win the race. So empowering them, setting goals for them that they can meet or exceed, they will feel better. They may be compensated differently. The accountability and trackability to know that they're on the team and everyone's watching and someone else may want their position on the team if they don't perform optimally is another great thing to have. And I'm almost done here. So I know you want to win. So now it's time to take action. So you wrote down a goal. What is your action? What are you going to do every week and every day to get to the goal of whatever goal that is? And you can have goals across you know, your family life, your health, your practice, your production. You can have many different goals with lots of little steps every day on how you're going to get there. So think about what those are, and I guarantee you can get them. One of the things, at least across your business, is to implement some new technologies and some great training, that technology being that software I talked about, and the other technology being online training 24-7. So I want to thank you for coming out. I hope you saw some things that may resonate for you to perform better in 90 days or less and to start thinking differently and looking at aspects of your business that can truly make you money where you have not spent the time to focus on. And it doesn't sound like much, but one of the biggest things you will ever do is what I just told you, is spend the time doing the training. Put a benchmark down now and look at it again in 90 days, and I guarantee you will see success in something different in all your employees as well as your clients. Thanks so much to our guests, and thank you for listening. I'd like to invite you to join us for a powerful, no-cost online training event called Dental Practice Excellence, where we will explore three critical areas of the dental practice and how excellence can lead to long-lasting success. I have some startling statistics you need to be aware of. 
the average practice easily fails to convert 87 missed call opportunities per month. Now, whether it's a missed call or your team couldn't answer the insurance question or handle price shoppers or couldn't build enough rapport on the phone, thousands of dollars of potential revenue is being lost on each missed opportunity. Even if your office misses only one phone opportunity per day, when combined with broken appointments and the cost of employee turnover, you are losing $200,000 per month minimum, a quarter million a year lost due to just a few activities that can be improved with an emphasis on customer service. To make the problem worse, 97% of dentists train their team less than once a year on these customer service skills. And when I ask dentists if they should be training, they say to me, yes. And then I ask, well, why don't you do it? They go, I don't know. Join us for a limited time, no cost online training event, dental practice excellence. Just go to allstardentalpractice.com to register. You will learn in this webinar how to uncover hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue with just two basic skill sets, how to reduce employee turnover by 25%, motivate team members, become 400% more productive, and ultimately have your business work for you. We'll also provide step-by-step -step verbiage on how to reduce or eliminate broken appointments, where how do we handle the toughest questions on the phone, and how to do this without manipulation, scare tactics, or dishonesty. So register today at allstardentalpractice.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Dental All-Stars. Visit us online at allstardentalacademy.com.